Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed and Bob Show, number 15. Cue music. Cue music. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Sing it, Bob. Good morning to you. And you, and you, and you. Good morning. Say good morning to your mother. Hey, good morning, Mom. Good morning. Good morning, kids. She said, how you listen to that thing? Oh, my, my. Oh, my goodness. I guess we ought to say, you know, let people know where this song came from. Because when we were on WNOX, we played this every morning at 8 o'clock. The song is called Good Morning. It's from the musical Singing in the Rain. Right. And, uh... And we, what did we do it at 7 o'clock or was it 8 o'clock? I, think it was, I forgot. I think it was 8 o'clock. Well, it might have been 7. But it, we did it every morning yeah. and right on time. And, the, and people started looking forward to it. The kids really did. So they'd sing along with it. We, we wouldn't talk over it like we did this here. But. There's something about being regular. That's good. <laughs> you telling hey, me. <laughs> hey, what are you talking about? No, I'm talking about when you do the same thing each day, a little bit of that on the radio is kind of good yeah people get used to it and then yeah. they look forward to it yeah it's somebody something to look forward to so how often are we going to put these podcasts out let me well, ask you that I, I think about every day eventually when we're in the old folks home we can just sit there and record <laughs> well we're we're doing about two a week what, what do you think is the optimum number i think that's good like uh, so people can catch up and you know like every three days my my sister-in-law up in Washington, we went to visit her recently, and she mm-hmm. said, she said, I think I've caught up. I think I've got them all. Oh, really? Yeah. She said, I think I've caught up. But she said, I don't like the political part, because she said, I don't know anything about politics in Tennessee. But she said, I enjoy the show other than that. <laughs> other than the stuff y'all talk about. Yeah. You guys are great. <laughs> well, no, we talk about a lot of other things other than local politics. She said, I understand why you do, because <laughs> yeah. the local people want to sure. know that, right? Yeah. Although we get a lot of people out of town listening to our podcast. That's true. Hey, this is the Ed and Bob Show. Ed, tell everybody what's coming up for them on this episode. I well, guess this episode has a, oh gosh, it's going to be a something else. We're going to be talking about marriage versus living together. Uh-oh. What's good, what's bad about that, and what how things have changed over the years from when, you know, when we were young and, and when, I don't know, I don't know how it's going now, but. We're going to find out. We're going to look in the numbers. We're going to do a little research. We're going to dig deep. <laughs> I heard so, staff got on that, didn't they? Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Um, uh, what, things going on in the news. Anything? In, I've got a couple of things that kind of stuck out in my mind. How about you? Well, I, yeah, I think so. This thing in Nashville is really intriguing me that this guy or the people who dropped these big rocks off the Interstate 24 bridges is back at it again. And for it's been going on for years. You got to figure that's kids, wouldn't you? Well, I would think so. But those are big rocks. And, and recently, one landed in the driver's side and killed the guy. Mm-hmm. He was on his way to work at Nissan. And killed him. And and I just, you know, I hope we don't get to the point to where all these overpasses have to have fences up like they do in California. Why don't they just all have cameras? Yeah, well, there you that's go. that. Yeah, there you go. But, Jay, you're right. In California, they all have this huge fence. Yeah. And some of them completely covered. Right. So you can't do that. You can't do anything. No. And and a lot of railroads have on, their, on their bridges and overpasses, they have big fences. So you can't throw something down on a train. But it, it uh, that's that's bad. I mean, that's, you gotta, that's not good. I, I would just think it's a, some a kid or somebody that just doesn't realize the consequences. And did you see? Did you also see? 
you know, it wasn't, uh, well, let's see, the guy who killed his wife and two young girls. I read about just briefly. And he put those girls in petroleum can not cans, but uh, barrels, uh-huh. and stuffed them in there. Uh, I mean, it's it unbelievable. Mental illness, sickness, well, evil. Or unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And he said he, he was tired of his life and he wanted a, a new wife or something. Well, good grief. Get a divorce. Killed your family? That's just insane. I mean, it's, I mean it's, it got to be insanity. Well, I think so. Or it could be the devil. Yeah, that's what I said. Evil as well. Yeah. Like that Smith girl from, was it North Carolina? South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah. Remember that? That drowned her children. Drowned her children. I think, that, I think that's pure evil. I don't think, I don't think any, I don't think mental, well, I think evil can make mental illness, but I think that's a demon. I'm, I mean, that's just awful. I, just, I don't know how you, you, I don't know how you do that. I, I honestly don't. One other thing, we got just a few more seconds here before we can wrap up the news. But did you see, you know, the, is it the Prince or Sheik or whatever it is that's running Saudi Arabia? Yeah. Crown Prince. Okay. So uh, the 10 guys or whatever that killed the Washington Post reporter in Mm -hmm. the, uh, uh, there in Turkey, in the uh, embassy. Embassy, yeah. He's now saying, you know, he's blaming them and he's going to execute them as quickly as possible. But I think he's wanting to execute them, or what people are saying, because he doesn't want people to find out that he's the one who told them to do it to start with. Right. And I think that's probably very true. You think those guys are going to do something on their own? No. Not in a million years. No. Absolutely. And so they're going to get executed anyway. Yeah. I mean, there you go. The prince, hey, the guy with the gold makes the rules. And not only that, but we defend them. I know. Don't, yeah, don't get me started. Okay, well, eventually, right. though, we don't, you know, we hopefully won't be dependent on oil as much as we are. All right. What's your uh, question of the day? All right. Brantley? All right, Mr. Thomas. I've got a good one here. Okay. Right. At, coming up on Christmas here. At what age or circumstances do you stop stocking stuffing at oh, your house? Really? Yeah. <laughs> you want to answer, me to answer yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, we still do it. Yeah. <laughs> so well, it, it comes from above in the sense that my mom still does uh, stockings for me. Uh, do you do one for her? No. Now you make me feel bad. Mm-hmm. But she, well, after Christmas is said and done and Christmas afternoon, when you go over to kind of collect all the, the stuff and you have a little something to eat or whatever. Mom will have a stocking for me and my wife and uh and uh my brother and my sister and it'll be there under the tree just magically appeared Mm. and so it's still going on so we do it for our uh kids as well so wow i don't know if there's enough room on any mantle for all your grandchildren no you you got a no we don't do you got a busload of grandchildren (laughs) yeah well what about you well i there's been some controversy because you know, controversy. Well, my okay. my kids are married now. Yeah, I'm both. And so, yeah. uh, the younger kids are married now. Right. So they, you know, I think when you get married, you stop that because yeah. you have to give it to their bride or their husband and all that too. So sure. it's, they feel left out. And so I think I think really you stop the the stockings when they get married. 
No. Now, now here's what my daughter said. Okay. She said, "Well, that's all right, but just give it to me as a gift." <laughs> yeah, just just wrap it. <laughs> just, I'm not sure. I'm not worried about the delivery process. Just get it to me. Put it in a box. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the other side of that coin is that whoever they've married, aren't their parents maybe doing stuff for them? I don't know. So that's a good thing. You I need don't to know. call their parents up. And say, hey. You're going to do a stocking? You better do one for them because I'm not doing it. Uh, <laughs> all right. I got a question for the day, Ed. You ready? Right. Okay. Is it okay? You know, it's Christmas is almost here. Uh, is it okay to give gift cards instead of some other kind of gift or as a gift? I mean, could you, in your wildest dreams, on all your gifts, give everybody a gift card? Well, yeah. Could you really? I mean, they would like that. I don't know if they would like it, but I could do it. <laughs> I mean, that way it's pretty even. It's pretty fair. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I got it taken care of in about an hour. <laughs> Here, have that. That's, it's like what it used to be when you went to the jewelry store. Yeah. That was it. You know. Well, I, well, I can't. Uh, it's very uh, impersonal. Though. It is very impersonal. So do you do that? Do you give a lot of gift cards out at Christmas? No. I used to when I was manager. But, I mean, that would be for employees or yeah. staff or people that have done something for yeah. you all year long. Right. Not necessarily. I'm talking about, I guess, family. Yeah. No, not. It, I don't think it's very good for family unless it's someone that you don't know very well or you don't know what to get them. And, yeah. and uh, sometimes that's okay because I don't mind a gift card because I'm going to get to spend it the way I want to spend it. I don't think you ought to give a gift card to a particular place. To make me it me only have to go to Starbucks to, to use that. If, give me a Visa or a Mastercard or whatever, I can use it anywhere. And the reason I bring this up is my son, my youngest, has told uh, my wife and I, "All I want from you all is gift cards." And I'm and here's my answer to my wife. I haven't told him this. Not gonna happen because I'm not giving him a gift card. Because he just opened up the floodgates of me to get whatever I want to now. Because I'm going to give him something that is unique. Or something from us. Because you're not going to come back 10 years from now and say, Oh, you remember when you gave me that $50 gift card? Boy, that was a humdinger. <laughs> so I'm not well, maybe he's going to reuse them. What, what re-gift them? Re-gift them. <laughs> well, I'm definitely not doing that. <laughs> That's very possible, you know. All right, what's coming up? Uh, what's our topic of the day? It's uh, 18 to 34-year-olds are living together at a bigger rate than ever before. Uh-oh. Not getting married? Mm-mm. I think people are getting married when they get up in their 30s now. Well, we're going to talk out, about that's that. not out of high school, that's for sure. What do you got today? The, who, you got a sponsor that you want to talk about today? Yeah, Somebody in your thing there that you think is special? You've heard of Knoxville Salvage, haven't you? Oh, yeah. It was established back in 1980. It's down, it's down on... Uh, Magnolia Avenue, Magnolia, and a couple other streets go around it there. But Knoxville Salvage at one time was just that, a salvage store. And it, and most people think that it's still that way, that they only sell used or damaged merchandise, things that fell off a tra- train. Are you serious? Is that, serious. Is that how it started? That's how it started. It was merchandise that that came it was some of it could be damaged and it'd be carloads of it from a train so what is it now well now the fact is that 90 percent of the products they sell is first quality products that deliver tremendous values shop their store because you'll buy the more you save and they're the great on kitchens kitchen galleries mm-hmm. they do that and doors well, flooring, and things like that. a lot of flooring oh yeah a lot of flooring and it's all first quality so you can schedule a free kitchen design appointment you can you can uh, uh, 
They'll help you measure your kitchen right over the line to do all of that and all the flooring they've got. So it's it's pretty good. What is the it's, saying he has? You remember? I hear it on the radio all the time. Um, yeah, da, da, da. we beat the big box and kitchen showroom prices every day. <laughs> I guess is that it. But there's another one. That says. Oh. Um, it all rhymes. I forgot what it uh, is. But, well, here's the phone number to call if you want to get some more information. It's 524-8000. That's easy to remember. Well, call him and tell him to give you the rhyme. There you go. Hey, what is it you say on the radio all the time? I'll say it rhyme. Yeah. Or send it to us and we'll do it. Exactly. Now, what about the guy that has a gallery in? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we talked about Randall Ogle Gallery because he wrote such a nice comment. And we did a little uh, ad for him last time. And we kept looking for his address, but it's all an online gallery. Online only. Online only, which is cool. A lot of things are going that way. They got this thing called Amazon. I don't know if you've seen it. <laughs> Although they yeah. now have brick and mortar, too. Yeah, well. A delivery place. How much of your Christmas is going to be online? All mine. All yours? Well, I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've been doing it for years. Online. I wouldn't go in a store to shop. You couldn't I make it. me do it. I hate going you to couldn't store. make me do it. When it's right there on the computer and they deliver it to your door. Now, I've got friends that own stores, so I will say this. <laughs> uh, you do not catch me at Westtown. I'm sorry, but I will go to local stores, yeah. places that make unique items, and I will buy things like that. Like I was talking about getting some for my son. I will do it that way, but i just not big for malls. Now, maybe that's the problem with malls. I remember years ago, and we, I know we got to move on, but I remember years ago when there was a certain toy or a certain thing for Christmas that people were looking for, we would actually give public service announcements on the radio where you could find it. Oh, and it, it was nuts. People it go was. crazy. I know it. So now you just go online and you can find it. We were basically the search engine. Yeah. <laughs> remember that? Because we'd, we'd say, uh, we'd tell them to call us if you have the Cabbage Patch doll, and we'd say, so-and-so has them, and I don't... You know, everybody rush there, and then that's they call right. and say, they're out. Where, where else can we go? Yeah, that's right. All right, we got to move on. We're, okay. we're getting behind here. Our topic of the day, Ed, marriage versus living together. Things have changed. Well, now, is living together a sin? I think by the church it is. What do you think? Well, I mean, you're supposed to get married. Well, they're not living together and, and not... Uh, having sex no probably not well that's what i'm saying yeah. so is it does the church well let's let's give the topic i mean the uh, stats first okay, you've got them there in front of right, you want to pass ahead. them along things have really changed now like in 1978 59 percent of u.s citizens between the age of 18 and 34 now notice who said u.s citizens well, it, uh, not, the rest, not, of, the, not, rest not, of the world, they probably get married at 12 or something. So, uh, well, yeah. U.S. citizens between the age of 18 and 34, they were married, 59%. Now it's only 30%. That's half. Yeah. That's half. But that same group, 40% of the married couples make $40,000 per year, while those living together, only 20% make $40,000 or more What does year. that mean? So maybe that generation is waiting to get their career on track before they get married. And I think that's probably true. But I remember when I was younger, yeah. century ago, you know, people kind of picked out their mates when, when they were in high school. Yeah. And when they got out of high school, they got married. I bet even half if, of my friends got married right out of high school. Even if they were going to college or the military, whatever, yeah. they got married. Yep. That sweetheart. Yeah. It was kind of expected. I mean, your senior year, they'd say, well, y'all going to get married right after, exactly. after you graduate. Exactly. I mean, they talked about that. Yeah. And then uh, when somebody didn't, you were like, oh. <gasps> 
I thought they, right. they were, they'd been together forever, almost three years. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, um, well, so two questions come to my mind on this. All right. Um, years ago it was not okay to live together in the sense that you, because of the church and because of your family. Yeah, your parents. Mainly. Your parents, yeah. yes. So now, if twice as many people are living together in this 18 to 34 age group, it's either more accepted or they're doing it anyway. Or has have our have has marriage just gone to the wayside? It's not as important uh, about uh, waiting till you got married, kind of thing. Has that gone with the well, wind? Or, or I think there's a couple of things to look at. First of all, getting married is very expensive. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it, it's very expensive. And secondly, I think, I think, you know, you've got, you're looking at your career, you're looking at things you want to do besides just spending a lot of money on a wedding. If you got parents to spend the money on the wedding, that might be good. But, uh, and also I think the, the 18 to 34 year olds are more mobile now. They don't, they're not going to live in the same town they grew up with. Yeah. Well, the world's smaller. Is that's so that's get right. around so, so, you know, you got, you got things to plan on and stuff, but I don't know. I, I think in East Tennessee, in this area, I think it's still traditionally the thing to do is to get. So if you have a kid who um, is in 18 to 34, and not you specifically, but all the parents are listening out there and they want to move in with somebody and you're not comfortable with it because that's not the way your church thinks. That's not the way you think. How do you handle it? Well, in my case, what I would say is, I said, you know, I don't approve of that. However, you'll have to do what you have to do. Yeah. You know, and, and something I do think about when people get married at a young age and they do not have their career in place, what's the number one thing they're going to be arguing about? Money. You got that right. But that's the worst arguments in the world. But most people, I think most people live together before they get married. They kind of try it out to see if it's going well, to work. It didn't used to be that way. Well, probably not. But it, but it is probably is now. Yeah. But is there, and anyone who's gone through a divorce would rather do that. Well, would would a would a minister who believes in waiting till you're married and you come to them and say, "Oh, well, we've been living together for three years," is the minister going to say, "Oh, great," or is he going <laughs> to turn a just not say anything? I'm not going to marry you. Or is, but no, I mean, <laughs> yeah. some of them might do that. So. What does a minister say in that vein? I mean, think about that. I know we have to have an answer for that. You're not a minister anyway. No. All right. Let's um, let's move on. Ed, I, I got to um, tell everybody what we're going to talk about here in a few moments. Well, we're going to talk about the mailbox and your sponsor, and we're going to uh, talk about complaints and things too. We got complaints. All right. I'm going to talk about Knoxville Wholesale Furniture, Ed. You know they got these two huge superstores: one out yeah. on Parkside Drive and one out on. Uh, uh, Callahan at uh, uh, Merchants, I mean, at uh, Clinton Highway. Mm-hmm. There's stuff that's out there on their floor there at those superstores. If they haven't sold in a few weeks, they don't stay out there until they're sold. You know, keep marking them down, marking them. They move everything to this place called the Knoxville Wholesale Furniture Clearance Center. It's the old Kmart building from 100 years ago next to Westtown Mall. Huge building. Huge building. And they move everything straight over there, and then they slash the price and say, we're going to move on. And if 
if you don't go by there every few weeks or so, if you're looking for furniture, you may miss the deal of a lifetime. I mean, whether it be uh, kitchen uh, stuff, you know, dining room, stuff like that, or bedroom uh, uh, furniture, uh, couches, uh, love seats, recliners. I mean, it's just unbelievable what all they've got under that one roof. So I highly recommend if you if you're looking for furniture, Knoxville Wholesale Furniture Clearance Center. If you if if you're in the 1834 age group <laughs> and you're married, you're arguing over money. No, I'm just kidding. But you go down there. What a great way to save money. And your credit's approved. Everybody. What's the age to say? Uh, uh, what it? Nobody walks, everybody rides. Yeah, well, everybody, yeah. If you had to ride furniture, you'll definitely ride out of there with some furniture because everybody is approved for credit. So yeah, there, there you go. go. Knoxville Hills Furniture Clearance Center. All right, Ed, let's go to the mailbox. All right, Layla. 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 <laughs> Layla's from London. No, I'm loud. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want to give money to nonprofits in someone's name instead of giving them a gift for Christmas. Ugh. Well, that makes some people mad. Yeah, it will make some people mad. Yeah. If you got the, it wouldn't bother me at all. And yeah. I don't think it'd bother you because you and I kind of feel like we got everything we need. But, but if somebody gave you a card and said, hey, I gave uh, $100 Salvation Army in your name, I'm fine with that. You look like you may not be. Well, I, I, does it depend on who it's from? Yeah, I think I think sometimes that may be a cop out. You know, unless the Salvation Army sends you the card well, it may and, be, says, it, and says $100 was given in your name. Well, yeah, it sh- you get a little thing from them, a receipt or something mm-hmm. saying, you know, it was given in your name. But uh, oh, you're I, saying people may do it and not really do it? Not really? Oh, yeah. wow, that would be. Wow. Yeah, I I mean, you'd that. really be on Santa's bad <laughs> list if you did that. <laughs> Holy smoke. But I, I think uh, one thing is, is that if you're doing it to friends who are not real close or business associates, I think that's okay because you, you know, you don't get them a gift. That's where the gift cards come in anyway. So I think that's, that's the area that you do that. But if you have a family member, I think you give them something. Well, I agree with that, but I do like the thought of, you know, to me, Christmas is so commercialized, the old cliche. It really is in my mind. And I have no problem with somebody saying, hey, you know, I, I donated money to something. Here's a receipt. Hey, bank. Bob. Yeah. I'm going to donate some money. That's fine with me, brother. I, I don't have a problem. Don't ask me where you. <laughs> no, me. I want to see the receipt. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else in the mailbag? Charlie from Mechanicsville. Hey, I like that. You guys think you know everything about everything? Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Charlie. Boy, yeah. he, he doesn't like us, does he? Uh, he wants to know, do we think we know everything, everything about, about everything? everything? No, but we have an opinion about well, everything. Well, we do have an opinion on everything. Yeah. We're not always right. No. You know, 99% of the time we are. But, uh, but Charlie, listen, I, I hear you. We just like, we like to talk about things because if you don't talk about certain subjects, nobody talks about them. I'd rather talk about them than, than not. Yeah, well, I used to do a show on the radio called Sound Off yeah, on Sunday mornings. What a great show. And one of the problems that I had with that show was I'd have a guest, and I'd do research on the topic, mm-hmm. and I'd end up answering, ask, answering the questions. I thought I knew more than the guest. <laughs> now, that's a little tacky. Yeah, it is a little tacky. <laughs> so I'd, I'd, I had to just keep my mouth shut and just sit there and say, well, you got an answer? What do you think? You know, and somebody, I'm glad you mentioned Sound Off. Somebody mentioned that to me just last night. And they said, uh, what's the number one show in the history of Knoxville Radio? I said, well, you're not going to believe what I'm going to tell you. 
I said at one time when Ed Brantley was doing Sound Off on Sunday morning, the ratings had you at 68% of all radios on were listening to Sound Off. That's an amazing number. It was amazing. That was show was everybody listened to that show. There wasn't anything else on except Mull Singing Convention. <laughs> that was the only thing that was on. It was, it was Preachers and Mull Singing Convention. But I, I'll tell you the truth. This, is, this is something. I walked into Central Baptist Church in Bearden one time. Yep. And I was after the after sound off, and I was going down the aisle, and this lady looked up and saw it was me, and she touched my arm, and she said, I've been praying for you this whole morning. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably talking about people living in sin or something. Yeah, or something like that. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's move on here. What we got coming up? What's Oh, here we are. What we got coming up here? We're going to talk about complaints. I got, got some one. good ones. Yeah. I got one. <clears throat> and the next show, go ahead and tell everybody what our next show is going to be about. Our next show is going to be about. This is a good topic. Is it? Yeah. Should we build a wall on our borders? Yeah. I mean, I just think, you know, that's a really good question yeah. that I'm glad we have a president that's finally at least asking it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there you go. So this is the Ed and Bob show. Uh, we have got um, talking about that, uh, the border wall. I think that um, a lot of countries have strong borders. Uh, and because they're smaller, they don't have the kind of border length we have. But we're going to talk about that in the next show. And I'm glad we are. So... Well, the, a lot of countries have borders, not because of people coming in or people going out. They have they have border walls because of products, merchandise. Oh, really? Sl- smuggling, and and not paying taxes on things. And uh, you know, like a lot of countries, they're, they they have add on, what do they call them, ad valorem taxes and things that yeah. you know. So it it does. But um, some yeah. countries, if you come across their wall, they'll shoot you. Can you imagine we shot somebody actually coming across the I think, they're, I think they're wanting to. I don't think we will, though. I hope no, not. no. I'm just saying that, uh, well, anyway, we'll talk about it in an upcoming show. So there you go. All right. Uh, Ed, have you got a complaint for us? Well, yeah. It kind of goes along with some of the things we've been talking about. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of employers, they get, they'll, they'll get uh, a, well, how, how can I say this? They'll, they'll get a mission around the holidays and, and they'll get, they'll get an idea or somebody will come and talk to them and say, we'd like to have a donation mm-hmm. from yeah. your company. Well, the company might not make a donation, but the employer turns around to the people that work there and say, we want you guys to make a yeah. donation. I to this. remember that. <laughs> yeah. Well, they do it. Yeah. And they're still doing it. Yeah. And a lot of places they, it's like a mandatory thing. And if you don't give some money to this, to whatever the cause is, then they they could treat you badly at work, and, and some people are living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, Th- those employees. And yeah, and they've got families to take care of and everything else. So every every company or every workplace is going to do this this year, and I think I think they should be aware that not everyone's going to be able to give. Well, the employers want to be one hundred percent. There's this trophy for being oh, they're a one hundred percent donating company. All the employees give. Right. And the same thing's true with the angel angel trees. I mean, can you imagine walking into work one day and there's that artificial tree and all these kids' names on it? I think that's great. Yeah. But if you don't want to participate, I don't think you would have to. Nobody knows anybody else's financial situation, and and they shouldn't presume that everybody can do just what you're doing no matter what. Right. So, 
So that's my that's my complaint is that they make it mandatory. Here's mine, Ed. With all the knowledge about smoking, I personally, when I walk around, I can't believe that people still smoke. Did you know there's 38 million people in the United States that still smoke? Now, how many people live in the U.S.? 325 million or something like that. 38 million people still smoke, and it's terrible for you. 16 million people in the United States have a smoking-related disease. That's almost half of how people smoke. I just... Now, were you ever a smoker? Yes. Did you smoke very long or just? Well, I remember when I stopped smoking because my father and I just left the doctor's office Mm -hmm. and they found a spot on his lung. And as we walked out of the office, we put the cigarettes in the garbage can. Wow. And I never smoked again. Didn't have any problem quitting. Uh, But I think, I think it just, it's, it's, it's a habit and habits are hard to break. And there's nothing harder to break than cigarette smoking. It, it's it's even stronger than heroin. The nicotine is is such a, a grass, and a lot of people just don't have the willpower to stop. They yeah, just if you have the knowledge, it. it'll kill you. That's not enough motivation. No, you, but you know what they say? You're going you're going to die somehow. Oh, uh, what? Something's going to get you. You know. Well, I, and and I mean they believe that, but I mean a real a smoker, and the listeners can say they probably know someone who says that. But if if you if you smoke. And you smoke a pack a day, you're going broke, one thing. Yeah. But it is so addictive. Yeah. I mean, just absolutely addictive. And I used to marvel at car. I used to do a lot of remotes at car dealerships. And the first thing a salesman would do when somebody would put on a lot, they'd light a cigarette. Yeah. yeah. I thought, what are you doing? How about the control room? Yeah. The microphone always, every radio station I worked at, the microphone smelled like a cigarette. And I remember back when we had our sales meetings, Bobby would, everybody would bring a, an ashtray to the sales meeting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I just think with all the knowledge out there, and I, I will say this, my dad, when he was 14, starting at 14 years old, my dad's, my grandfather would give my dad a pack of cigarettes every day at wow. 14 because he didn't, my, my grandfather was so proud. He said, I don't want you bumming cigarettes off anybody else. Wow. Mm. My dad quit smoking at about 60 he died in my arms at 80 of lung cancer lung cancer yeah it's a terrible terrible death and i just heed all these warnings people if you smoke if you somehow can quit there's little patches there's everything else you know so anyway well it, it it's very hard to quit i, I agree i mean it's not and you I have, can't just flick the switch no and i have compassion for people who who want to quit and can't you know. all right how can people contact us ed or tell leave us comments Go to edandbob.com on your little computer or your smartphone, and there's a comment section there, and you can do it with your phone, and we would love to hear from you. We really would. You don't even have to give the real name if you don't want to. <laughs> you can just say, you know, and just and, and tell us what you really think or what you want us to talk about. Also, you can go to Twitter at Ed and Bob Knox, at Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas Knox. Also, you can go to Ed and Bob at yahoo.com. Yeah, it's that easy. And on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Ed and Bob. All right, Ed, what we got coming up for our next topic? All right, we're going to talk about having a wall on our borders for the country, and we might even get into having a wall for our neighbors in the neighborhood. (laughs) Well, you know what they say. 
good uh, fences make good neighbors. Is that is, <laughs> that's true? Is, is that's that what right. they say? Right. All right, so that'll be our next show coming up. And uh, there we go. We're in December, Ed. We, All right. December's here, and get ready. Get my gift. I don't want a daggone gift card either. Okay? <laughs> I'm gonna make a donation in your name. <laughs> All right. Thanks, brother. I enjoyed it. See you next time. I hugged her and she hugged back. Like the sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in a boat? My head keeps spinning. I go to sleep and keep grinning. If this is just the beginning, my life is gonna be beautiful. I've sun shining up to spread.